What's going on, everybody? It's Groove Nuke with Illinois. And if you'd like to further support the Illinois media team and what we do for the culture, here are a few ways we can use your help. You can follow us on social media, download the Illinois app, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search Illinois with a Z. You can buy merchandise so you can lend us help a hand by donating a one-time or monthly contribution. To donate, visit illinois.co slash donate. That's I-L-L-A-N-O-I-Z-E dot C-O backslash donate. We thank you for supporting what we do because without you, there is no us. Asar, I walked into this event. I didn't even walk into the event. I walked into the line that was outside of the door for this. And I just want to say how proud I am of you, seriously. Um... You're, this is such a big moment for Chicago and such a big moment for us artists. It's uh, it's really inspiring to watch you, and um, I'm really really excited to see where the success takes you. Proud of you, my boy. But I always knew the special ones stand out. I always knew. When he hears this, I just want him to know that the city is his for the taking, the world is his for the taking. Six years working on this project and the culmination, I think that's the word, the culmination of, you know what I'm saying, all of these events. It's about to be something that he himself, I don't even think he knows what's about to come from this. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. Asar, I feel like he's he's in a different bag, like with storytelling. I feel like he's finally like really coming into his sound fully. And he want it. He want it. I told you he was getting hungry, but... Yeah. He, he finna show y'all, like, he want this. It's his. It's beyond want. He claiming it. Like, he's coming for it, okay? That's what he's giving. My boy, it's finally over. Uh, it's out. Jeez, man. Man, this is a long time coming, my G. Proud of you, man. We did it. Now, uh, be right back at my crib on Thursday so we can pick up where we left off and, and do it again. You're now tuned in with Illinois Radio with your host Vico, Illinois Jones, and Pretty Riot. Turn your radios up and spread the noise. <laughs> Y'all already know what it is, man. It's Illinois Radio, Chicago's most valuable radio show. I'm your host, Pico, alongside my brother, Illinois Jones. And as always, we bring you all the illest guests from around the city and globe. Yes. And today we got our brethren Asaz in the building. <laughs> What's going on? What's up? <laughs> what it do? Happy to be here. Man, yes, sir. Happy Long to have you coming. here. Indeed. You know, it's been a lot of change a lot. since you came yeah. in here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's real nice in here. Also, yeah. real just say. <laughs> real spiffy, man. Uh, yeah, it feels good to have you back, my brother. It's been a what? Last time you was here, you went viral. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> yeah. That was our first viral moment. Yeah. Hey, let's go. Yes, you know, thank you for that. Absolutely, thank y'all. Yes, that was a, that was that's still one of the classic ill styles ever dropped in here. Yeah. Hey man, that's classic. just a, it's it's literally just a reflection of the platform that y'all have built and given to the artists around the city to be able to do stuff like man. that. Like that's all y'all. So how, thank you. How was it like? How was it experiencing a viral moment like that for you? Um, it was interesting. I feel like you know a lot of the times as creatives, you just kind of do stuff and you keep your head down and you work. Um, and you don't really get caught up in like who may be watching or who isn't, et cetera, et cetera. And then the moment that something happens, it's just like, where did all these eyes come from? <laughs> <laughs> who are you people? Like they watching me. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> who sent you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was it was really really fire. Um, I I 
you know what I'm saying, came up here and did, you did what the I, thing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so to know that people resonated with it, it was really dope. Any opportunity? Like, was it like opportunities gained from it? You don't got to speak deeply um, about it. But. I think it definitely pushed traction forward for sure. I can't pinpoint one specific opportunity where I was like, this happened because of the freestyle. But it definitely put people on notice and like even made viewership of me different around. That's what I love, man. Yeah. That's what we do it for. Did you, did you got a retweet from White Clef? White Clef posted on his page. Indeed, he did. I was that like, was yo, White. And and then I mean you and Wyclef did work before before yeah. that yeah Wyclef is is and has been a mentor of mine um, and has been very supportive like I've had conversations with him even toward the beginning of um, not necessarily of this album but when we were still figuring out where we wanted to go I would have conversations with him about like some of the stuff that I was working on and I would play him demos and stuff like that so Man. yeah. Speaking of play demos, let's take it back to this listening party at Promontory, yeah. my brother. Um, <laughs> first and foremost, like, why did you choose the Promontory to be the location for the debut album, Listening Party? Um, so realistically, we experimented with a couple of different spots that we were looking at, right? Um, I think one thing that I really wanted was a spot that just was very inclusive and could really hold the amount of people that I thought would pull up. Right. I was like, okay, well, if we book Promontory, they have a really, really decent cap, so we should be able to get everybody in there. Right? Um, <laughs> that, um That was an underestimate. Yeah, was a, <laughs> we made it work. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And it was it was a bit of a underestimate even still, because I did have a couple of homies who hit me later and were like, Hey, they did not let us in. Like what? They said that we were over capacity and they were turning us away at the door. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. But it sucked for them. But it did. It, it, but I t we told them to be on time. We we, we did. did. Right, listen, so for because when I walked in, mm -hmm. it was no walking space, <laughs> right? Like like you got everybody in the front sitting down, but then it's like hella people in the back mm -hmm. just standing up. You got hella people on the sides. This is not a party. Mm -hmm. This is not a performance. Mm -hmm. This is a Q&A listening session, listening party. Yeah. How does that make you feel that all that love was in the building like that? For you. For you. Yeah, I mean, it was... I'd be lying to you if I was not on stage, if I said I wasn't on stage, like, holding back tears at moments, just being all the way real. Um, to know that that many people pulled up to come out and support and just be there and show love for something that I worked on with the homies. Mm -hmm. um, people who came to support the dream that I have and have enough faith in the movement that we have to be like, I need to be here for this and to see it just as important as I see it. Right. That's incredible, bro. Man. Like. That, that really resonated with me. And I think out of everything that's happened for this album so far, that's been the most meaningful moment for me. Just like having pretty much anybody who I love was in that room. People who I haven't seen in years since I didn't graduated high school. My god my godparents, this is the first time they've ever come to anything music related for me. They were front row. My godmother cried. Like this this was a lot for me. Dang. I mean, what what flashes most in your brain from that night? Um, my dad being on stage because that was a surprise to me. Uh, I didn't I didn't know that was happening. Well, that was the first time I think we all saw your pops from that yeah. stage. <laughs> your mom too. Yeah, <laughs> she was sitting off in the corner. Um, but just just seeing 
uh, people's faces while they were listening to the album, seeing people's reactions. Um, and I don't know, just, just being able to bask in that moment with everybody and having all the people who worked on it, who were around, be on stage with me to celebrate with me, like, that was crazy. That was dope. Beautiful. Was there anybody reaction that you was looking at to see how they would react to, to certain songs? My mama. <laughs> why, 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 your, why, why your mama? Because uh, for certain, you know, I, I come from a very traditionally Christian background, as everybody who knows me knows very well. Um, and so there's a lot of stuff that I put in my music that I may not go talk to nobody else about. Um, so for certain songs, I'm just looking over my mama like, <laughs> how you going to react to this? Um, but no, my mama didn't say nothing other than the fact that she was proud. Okay. Like. She was just like, I, I can hear the growth. I can hear all the work you put in. I am proud of you. So was that their first time hearing the album as oh, well? Oh yeah, oh yeah. So that was the first time hearing their voicemails too. Mom, so my <laughs> mom, my mom, it was not only because um, on the outro, that's actually my stepfather singing uh, in the background. And so she came to that studio session. So she heard her voicemail. My dad, he oh, didn't hear nothing until he actually was there. That was him in the background. What's about you ate my chicken? Yeah. <laughs> you ate my chicken. It's okay, baby. No, no. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah, we, we held on to that one. I was very excited for him to hear that. Look, people going to be scared to call your phone now, brother. Hey, yo, that one girl say, do whatever you do, don't use this for us. <laughs> too late, too late. <laughs> yeah, most people who were uh, using them voicemails did not hear it until the songs came out. Like uh, List, my homie Chachi is on that at the end of it, and yeah. she didn't hear that until the song came out. Okay. Um, that one, the one where, uh, that was my homie Lola, who was like, and you better not use this in no song. After I recorded it, I sent it to her. I was yeah. like, yeah, you're getting used. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We gonna tap into a quick music break, man. I know I heard you talk about Spoiled a little bit. This is on the I Now Know album in which you see this beautiful pamphlet right here. I'm trying to advertise the best way I can. Indeed, created by Will the, Golf. The brother you Will Golf is in the building and he, man, look, hey, listen. Yeah. he yo, took some things. Yo, shout yeah. out to Will for that. Uh, oh he took me back God. to when I opened up my first CD that I ever brought, which was Trap Music and the Truth. And, and going through those booklets and that's what I felt like reading that, man. Yeah. Salute, bro. What's good? It's your homie Everyday J. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Groove Nuke, and me and my guy Everyday J is teaming up to bring you guys ill sounds for you. From the up and coming artists to your favorite artists. Only thing better than this see his Granny Sunday's dinner. And she'll even be listening to this. So before the Sunday dinner kicks off, tune in to ill sounds every Sunday from 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. on the most valuable online radio station. Only on Illinois Radio. What's good? It's the one and only Illinois Jones, and from the streets to the internet, you're listening to Illinois Radio. And we got a star in the building. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> Listen, on this album, many of your songs I heard, albums I heard, but this one, it feel like you mastered to articulate your true feelings and emotions mm -hmm. in every song. And in the song we just played, Spoil Rotten, mm -hmm. you talk a lot about ego. Mm -hmm. And how sometimes when having conversations, or certain times you you get into debates with friends and family members, you term you normally to keep your peace, you'll cut them off mm -hmm. and be like, like I'm not messing with y'all no more. It's just all for this one conversation. We're not rocking. Have you ever have you ever went back to mend some of those relationships? Absolutely. I. Did. 
what I learned <clears throat> through this process and what I've been learning just in like getting older is you have to understand what and who's important to you, right? Like you lose out on a lot of people who you really, really care about when you can't put ego to the side. You lose out on a lot of opportunities, a lot of relationships. Um, and I had to come to terms with the fact that I'm not always right. <laughs> like it's just not realistic. You feel me? Um, and understand that sometimes you got to put yourself in uncomfortable positions to get to the next step, right? right. Like those conversations are not going to always be comfortable, especially if you were in the wrong from jump. Mm. Um, so yeah, absolutely. To well, answer your question, I think I think when listening to that song was you admitting to being wrong, and hopefully those people heard that song. Um, in some cases, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think there have also been cases where, like, I may not have been in the wrong, but the situation didn't call for my reaction. Right. Like, I could have definitely had smaller conversations to just rectify, like, why my feelings were hurt or why I felt the way I did, right? Because sometimes people may not even know. Like, people can hurt your feelings and not know that we even at odds and I didn't remove myself. <laughs> right. And you just like, what happened? What's, what's going, what's going on? on? But in certain terms where in this album and on certain songs where ego is a good thing and mm -hmm. ego oh, could be yeah, a bad yeah. thing. And, yep. And, and, and speaking of ego, like, was there ever a time you had to tame your own ego? Absolutely. Absolutely. There are, I think... I think doing what it is I do with music and with the message that I want to portray, it takes ego death every day. Like, I think as I continue to grow in my craft and more accolades come and more people view me in a different light, it's very easy to go, I got this. When in actuality, one, I only view myself as a vessel. Like, I'm here because God wants me here and because he's, he deems me appropriate to be able to carry a message forward. That's first and foremost. Secondly, like, this is not about me. It's incredible that people resonate with the message that I'm I'm putting out, but like what am I doing if I'm not using the platform for anything? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like all all the the accolades and regards are very minuscule compared to that. So it requires ego death every day. I mean, <laughs> that's I was I I'm, I'm trying to cuz even though you have these like you don't let your ego get in your way, but as an artist, you know it's a it's a competitive sport. Absolutely, yeah. and sometimes you have to let your ego mm -hmm. off the leash. Yeah, you gotta mm -hmm. let that thing fly. Absolutely. And I know, and um, was it? It's, it's when yep. where you say um, you know, you're the greatest, mm -hmm. but you couldn't say that at first mm -hmm. because you felt like you didn't have the resume to say it. Mm -hmm. But now. I'm that. Yeah. I mean, here's here's what I feel. I think a lot of times we we hide behind bravado to hide our deficits, right? Mm. Retweet. You feel me? <laughs> um, I think I finally got into a place of self-assurance enough where I don't I don't need that. Um, where I'm just confident enough in my own ability and the work that I put in, not looking for um, the applause from people around me to show me that I'm great. I know I'm great. Um, and I think even when you when you look at the album cover, right? Um, one of the things that, that me and Will talked about even when we were ideating on the cover is like, it's me straight-faced in a sea of accolades, essentially. Um, and what it's supposed to depict is like having 
everything that you wanted to your avail, but not necessarily being happy with just the accolades. Like this album was me talking about all the internal growth that it took for me to finally get to a place where I'm accepting of me. Mm. Um, and that didn't do it. Like all the things that came with people just saying, hey, you got it. That didn't do it. It took the work. Damn, the work ethic behind putting mm-hmm. the album together in the way is what you're saying? Yeah, in a sense, like all the all the internal work, all the things that I talk about throughout the album, like me talking about how I did have to kill ego, me talking about how I had to get comfortable with understanding that like just because I want to bask in, in me being great doesn't mean that I'm getting overzealous or overconfident. Like I can be confident in the gifts that I have. Me talking about um, the places where I fell short and being okay with that and understanding that I'm moving forward from it. Like all of that is finally what gets me to a point where I now know, like I now know what it takes. Was, was this was this therapy? Yeah, in a lot of ways. I It was work. Um, huh. It was work. Was it six years of work? Five, in a, six? In a roundabout way? Yes, the album itself from start to finish, we worked on for about a year and a half, right? Mm -hmm. But I think everything we did in the six year gap where I was working on an album is what led to this. Like all of that growth, all of those conversations that I had, even the pivot to even get to this album, I think I had to do all the work prior to, to get to that pivot. (laughs) Let's not forget you had to do some rework as well because uh, there was an album before this album. Yes, there was. (laughs) David, right? Yeah, Yeah. the the album that shall not be named. (laughs) My bad. But I do want to speak on that a little bit because I'm pretty sure it, it's a lot of songs that I'm pretty sure we'll never hear. Because there are hundreds of songs. See, and what is it? Fe- is, is, is it also features on these songs that we would probably? Yeah. Damn, man. So, <laughs> why, so listen here, because I, I can't, because to hear that, mm-hmm. to hear this album, I, it's, I could only imagine what David sounds like. Um, <laughs> David, it's crazy because me and Ro a few weeks ago went back and listened to some of those demos, and they're not bad. They're not bad at no. all. Oh, they're not. not bad at all. <laughs> oh, we go, oh, you know what? Ooh. If y'all can see him, if y'all can see Will face in the back, you feel me? It's like <laughs> it's like a picture of an umpire not agreeing. With each other. <laughs> they 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 weren't bad at all, bro. Like I think the only issue was that they just didn't portray where I was as a person or as an artist anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but going back and listening to those, I was like, he's kind of hard. But are you really gonna like waste them? I mean, that's because that's still work too that you went through. You can, yeah. You, damn, you did. I, I mean, they exist. There's, there are like two or three songs that may make it off of the chopping block at some point. Like a one single? of them, one of them is for sure not going to be a single. But it, it, well, one of them that I would consider letting out out of the vault is a joint that I actually had with Chris, with Chris Patrick. Okay, uh, it's this joint that we had called Legacy. And that joint was crazy. Yo, anytime y'all partner up, yo, you, uh, you, Chris, then De- mm-hmm. it's, bruh, it's just like, yeah. voila, just straight magic, man. Those are my guys, man. I, I attribute a lot of the growth I even had over the past few years to me linking up with them, too. Like, me and, me and Will talk about this all the time, but I'm very much a reflection of who I've been around. So, like, if people around me are pushing me to elevate, I do it, and I and I do it in like some relative quickness. Mm. Um, because I, I just, I love being able to learn. I love being able to progress. Like, and being around them, 
I will I'll listen, but with, with, I with, listen, you and Dende mm-hmm. and Chris, I feel like what would it be like if y'all just sat in the studio for like a week? Mm. Um I just was I just want to be a fly on the wall. I can tell you. I mean, me I'm, and, I'm, yeah, listen. <laughs> me you, and, could, you could play some exclusives if you want. I mean, to be real with you, there was a period in time where me, Chris, and Dende worked a lot together. Like no joke, me and Chris probably have 20 to 30 records just like sitting. sitting. Um, me and Dende, not as much. Me and Dende probably have like five to 10 floating in a cloud somewhere. Yeah, they classics too. Yeah, some of them I are. Bet, I bet it's hard. <laughs> he say some of them, but he don't want to say all of them. Like, we got some shit. Yeah, I mean, some of them can I, can I Can I be your... Uh, your angry translator like when you just want to say certain things when you want to use and profanity and when you want to gotcha. let me just be your translator <laughs> let me be that for you you feel me cause you y'all got some shit we got some shit we got some shit on deck I don't wanna I don't wanna put this shit out and fuck up nobody moves but I could drop some shit and fuck up the motherfucking process some of y'all artists got going on let me can I, 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 let me oh, if you ever need me just let me know I'm gonna be there I'll be hey, your you translator you got it. All right. Yo, 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 it's your boy Biko. Make sure you head over to the Apple Store and Google Play Store and download the Illinois app right now. From there, you'll be able to stream Illinois Radio Live every Saturday from 4 to 6 p.m., as well as stream podcasts, watch interviews, check out the latest news, and so much more. So head over there to your App Store and download the Illinois app. You gave me a chance to hear it in uh, a while ago. Mm-hmm. I was so and jealous. Not, but, <laughs> I was so but jealous. But that's the thing. Don't be. Because everything he played me then was <laughs> nah, nothing now. Listen, okay. I was still jealous. Oh, I don't care. You got an early exclusive, okay? He, dude, you don't know where I just left. Rolem just played me the whole SR album. Oh, really? This was about March. March. Jones, you feel me? You know, you always welcome to pull It's up. cool, yeah, but I ain't him first. <laughs> you know, he called my phone, driving you his. He got the Jeep thing. You can hear the engine. <laughs> that was wrong. So y'all got him driving all fast and shit. Well, I was all the way up north. I had to get back over to certain destinations. But I mean, in general, let's let's talk about the process because sure. my brother, six year process. You just broke down how that what what song was that that we had played? When uh, when mm-hmm. you broke down like how that song alone was a process. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the, from the, the keys to the reworking it, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you probably recorded two or three songs before you even recorded when. Yeah. So I, at, at, at all, did working on this album get overwhelming to where you yourself wanted to damn near give up? Yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. Uh, I, I tell Ro all the time, Ro is the one who finished this album. I, I toward the end of it when we got to the mixing and mastering phase this album was so emotionally draining and and so intense that I didn't have nothing left like Ro was the one who kind of dragged this through to the finish line um, it was sessions where I came in there and Ro mixing I don't have no notes like bro whatever you feel for today is what we doing and Ro as the executive producer, like he understood the vision of everything I wanted so well that I didn't have to tell Ro anything. You know what I'm saying? Like we were just that in sync. But yeah, bro, if I didn't have Ro, you don't I know. know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But let's talk about the process of making this album. You know, um, I know one of the songs we was talking about uh, with Elijah. 
Right. Elijah LaFour. Spoil. Yeah. Yeah. Spoil you. You was uh, trying to tell us yeah. off the mic <laughs> the process yeah. to that song, yeah. but I had to cut you off. <laughs> Indeed. For sure. I don't think I've ever told anybody this story before, but during the album making process, it, it was funny because a lot of people, because we went quiet for a second, and I feel like a lot of people, when I went quiet, they were like, Nah, what you over there doing? Yeah, like, you, you what being you, sneaky. Yeah, like what you over there working on? And it was a lot of people who were just like, I want to pull up to the studio and see what you got going on. Like, what you working on? Yeah. When the next session? And so it was a, a cycle of people just coming in and out during the first half of the album making process. After we got like halfway in, I was just like, all right, I need to work and y'all have to, yeah, have to get out. Um, but one person who consistently was there pretty much for every session was Elijah, Elijah LaFleur. And... He would just come in and, and he had other stuff to work on. Like he was just sitting in there, you know what I'm saying? Kicking it. Um, and the day that we made Spoiled, I remember Eli was sitting in there. I had written my verses. I just couldn't come up with a hook. And so I'm sitting there kind of racking my brain, racking my brain. And Eli got up and he was like, I got something. I was like, <laughs> okay, go lay it. And he went in and laid it. And I was just like, oh, that's fire. That's that's literally exactly what we needed, you know what I'm saying? And then I think I wrote the the explosive well, right here, like after he after no 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 I had already written that and I was trying to figure out what to fill it with and then he came back around with those portions and I was mm. like that is the perfect accent to all of this. Dang. Yeah. Well, what's the what would you consider? <clears throat> I mean, all, all the tracks is dope. But we we know this, okay? <laughs> but what would you consider to be the most important song on this this album? The most important song. Um, it might it might be trophies. Trophies is the climax. Trophies is the one that wraps and ties in the theme. You know what I'm saying? Like, and trophies was the last song we made. Trophy the album didn't become complete until we put trophies on it. Mm. So I think that alone makes trophies the most important song. Um, and it's one of those songs where when you when you talk about the album as a whole and what it means and the dichotomy of the different messages we're trying to tell, it encapsulates all of it in one song. Mm. I was just like, all right, we did it. Congrats, no, my, no, congrats boy. my boy. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. What's, I want to know, like, what song on there that you listen to and you would be like, damn, that's me. I, I made that. Wow. Like, damn, I can't believe I said that. There are a few of them, honestly. Like, I, there was a point where we just got into a zone. Mm. Like, the I, what I am most proud of in this album is the songwriting. Josie told me when he first heard the album all the way through, he was just like, I feel like you have mastered the craft of, of making a moment in a song, mm. um, which is something that's very important to me. I feel like all of my favorites have done it. Kanye is the best at it. Kanye knows how to make a moment in a song, whether it's with production, whether it's with something he said or, or a witty bar, like he know how to do it. Um, and that's why people have loved his music for years. You know what I'm saying? And in that same way, I've always wanted to do that. Like, how do I make something? Because everybody everybody isn't enamored with the fact that you just rap really well. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's not going to get everybody. But if you make a moment that's undeniable, that's polarizing, something that gets stuck in somebody's head, or a melody that's just like, oh, this is catchy, you got them. Like, now, now you've captivated somebody. Um, and so hearing Josie say that, was really, really dope to me. Mm. Um, songs like Ghosted, I was, because Ghosted, I didn't write. What, what? I freestyled it. Whoa! Wait, so that, <clears throat> there's no paper, no, no. So the first verse of Ghosted, I sat down, I hummed a melody, 
all the way through, sat and listened to the melody. And that was the only thing that I actually had. <laughs> um, and then I came back through and I just went in and did like the Lil Wayne method. Like I went line by line and was just like, yeah. Keep going, keep going, keep going. That Push was the first time in. I... Yeah, <laughs> literally. Time Punch time me time in. Time out, time out, time out, time out. You telling me you didn't write none of this. No. This is all off of experience. Mm -hmm. What's your ghosting? What's going on? Uh, you hey. ghost somebody or somebody ghosts Let's you. Let's talk about ghosting. It's usually me. Uh, usually, what is your process of ghosting? It's very swift and to the point. Oh. Is it days? Is it weeks? Or is it hours? Oh, nah, like when when it happens, that's it. That's it. Ooh, like it ain't no. Oh, you ain't like even follow up. Like you don't do like because I do it like a Monday. I might wait five hours. <laughs> oh, then nah. Tuesday I might wait six hours for sure. And then Wednesday is about seven. About time that next Monday come, I'm gone for sure. I didn't fade it out. I feel that you. Calm Ed, power off. Oh, yeah, ah, like look, effective look, this date oh, immediately. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Cut off. Yeah. Oh. Your bill was not paid. Oh, <laughs> you know oh, you do not collect $200. Go to jail. <laughs> I like that. Uh, that's the old me, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> no, that, that's all okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but hey. on a on a serious note though I think uh, <laughs> don't date rappers y'all the real <laughs> on a serious note <laughs> look Joe's got all the hey he said he wanted to be your uh, what is it what hey, you, and, hey I'm gonna be his interpreter yeah. you feel me <laughs> hey listen whatever he needed I'm there oh. hey listen I'm there I do wanna ask you too regarding the process mm -hmm. is it true we all know that, damn, all right. Maybe it is true. But, uh, we all know that when it comes to, you know, uh, your songs, your music, you use no profanity. Right. And to my knowledge, any artist that's featured on the song also don't use profanity. Correct. Or if you feature on a song, mm -hmm. is, is that true? That, like no that's one correct. can use profanity when they're on a, a record with you? Yep. See, I knew when a picture fell, I knew, I knew. <laughs> that was God saying, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's my boy. I, I, can, you did it. Can you elaborate a little bit more on, on why you like to keep things as professionally clean as possible? Yeah, absolutely. I think part of it is just the fact that um, in terms of my own personal belief system, I have to be able to stand behind anything that I create on. You know what I'm saying? And I know... Um, Knowing that I don't use profanity, knowing that I like to make my music accessible to everybody, knowing that uh, I just feel like it doesn't represent me well, like it's kind of something that I have to draw a line on. And I always tell people, even when I when I am approaching people to feature on one of my songs, or if they're approaching me, like I never want to sully your artistic integrity. So if you feel like that's just not something you can get down with, it's no hard feelings. I'm not gonna feel no way, like. I respect you and what it is you want to do with your art. Um, but I have to stand by mine, too. Right. And there have been times where people have been like, I don't know if I could do that. And that's cool. Ain't changed the relationship. Great. Um, but about, it's something. What about the opportunity? What In terms of like oh, having opportunities yeah. and then having to walk away? Yeah. So here's why I am very okay with just saying I'm good. The first time I ever had an opportunity where I had to present that, was with Wyclef. Mm. The first time that he wanted to put me on a song, it was cursing on it. Wow, dang. And I was like, all right, this is the first big opportunity I've had with an artist that's established, ever. And it was one of them things where I was a little intimidated, but also, you know what I'm saying, you, 
you stand behind what you believe. Like that's what integrity is. And I know it it wouldn't have sat right with my spirit if I didn't. You feel me? Yeah. I think that's dope though. I think that's, that's dope you have that. A lot of people in the industry doesn't have those type of boundaries and they don't stand for a lot of things. And I think that's what make makes it so you know, uh, you got a mystique to yourself to where people have to respect what you do mm-hmm. and uh, how you carry yourself. A lot of people don't carry themselves with that same type of respect. So when artists come into your world, they got to respect your world. They, they got to respect it. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think it also challenges them creatively. And you know what I mean? And, and if you ain't ready to get creative, then don't come around <laughs> artists. <laughs> it's funny because I feel like a lot of the homies who like I put that restriction on immediately afterwards they'd be like no that was actually kind of fun and I think it challenged me and I think that was really dope yeah there's a uh, homie of mine I'm not gonna credit this to me but if you've noticed if can I say this I hope you don't feel mad if I say this but if you notice if you listen to a lot of Dende's music now mm-hmm. Dende doesn't curse in a lot of his music anymore and not not because of not because of me but because he's understanding for himself that like a lot of the songs that he's writing, one, in terms of having to have multiple versions of it, he don't have to do that no more, and it's pushing his pen a little bit more. Mm. So it's, it's, you know what I'm saying, it's not as hard as people think. And, and speak on that, and then day your pen game? Incredible. 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 Because that last album, that album. Incredible. <laughs> now, Incredible. I, I lost my voice <laughs> in that concert. <laughs> I lost my voice in that. Yeah. Speaking of the, let's speak of then day, because mm-hmm. uh, he was at Sub T. Mm-hmm. And you came on to do a song. Mm-hmm. And in this song that I never heard before, like most of the songs on this album that you've been around a city performing that I never <laughs> heard before was another song you performed. And I'm listening to this song and I'm listening to every word in this song. Mm-hmm. And you're gradually taking us through school mm-hmm. from elementary, mm-hmm. high school and college, mm-hmm. even to when you auditioned for the show on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Dog, you articulated so much within that song, dog. Like from you rapping and chance and adding the third. Mm-hmm. Like how much time did it take for you? What, what matter of fact, what was the process of even writing that? that Are you talking song, about Poster Child? Yes. That was the hardest song to write for this entire album. Ooh, Poster Child was the hardest wee. song to write. And Hey, to all the artists out there, if you want your music in rotation, all you got to do is go to illinois.co. That's I-L-L-A-N-O-I-C-E dot C-O. You go to the website, bam. And then you go to contact, bam. And then you go to radio submissions, bam. And you fill out the form, and that's thing you know, you in rotation. Yo, what's good? It's the one and only Illinois Jones from the streets to the internet. You're now locked into Illinois Radio. And we got a SAR still in the building with us. Yeah. Still rolling up <laughs> to the club. <laughs> Turned up with my boy Yassar because this is the, we, in, we we living right now. If you know, you know. If not, you finna find out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Congrats, my boy. You did, did it. it. <laughs> we here. We were talking about poster child before we went yeah, to the yeah. um, before we went to break, right? Mm-hmm. And I was saying like you know, first time I heard it was at the show with Dende, mm-hmm. you know, and I was like, shit, like. He pieced it up so together where you be like, yo, this motherfucker just told a whole story. Mm-hmm. He gave you beginning, middle, and end. Indeed. Like, what is, like, for me, Not I'm not a rapper. I tried it. It's not my thing, <laughs> right? You as an artist, writing that, like, what was the process like? That felt like I've never really written a book before, but I would imagine that process feels 
like a microcosm of what it's like to write a book because there were so many drafts and edits and revisions. That song was so hard to make. And I think it's because of the amount of the story that I was trying to tell in that song. Um, because like even even in terms of where we place it in the track list, like I wanted it to I wanted it for anybody who was just tuning in to understand how we got here. Right. Right. So there were versions of the song, like the first version we ever made was a song called Rap Star and it had a second half called Knock. Mm. And I thought it was cool. It kind of told the story, but it just didn't fit. Okay. And that's something I want to bring up. While we were working on this album, the sequencing sounds the way it does because me and Ro sat and we did not settle. Like there were plenty of songs where we sat and heard them and we were like, these are cool. They're good. They're good songs. They fit, but they don't leave an impact. These are not impact tracks. Mm. And so though they were good, we had to go, nah, we settling. If, if we know this is not making an impact, then we settling. Try again. So I think we didn't get to Poster Child until four or five times through me trying to write that. Mm. Was that draining for you? Was it frustrating? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, That now that... <clears throat> that song specifically, that was super frustrating. Because it's my story. Why can't, why can't, <laughs> I, I, share my why story? can't I tell my story? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but it was because I wasn't comfortable. Um, I think it's because I wasn't comfortable being vulnerable yet. This album taught me to be vulnerable. Um, that's why all the songs are as in-depth as they are. And to be real, I feel like there's still another layer I can peel back mm-hmm. and go even deeper. But this was my introduction to that and to really getting comfortable being vulnerable and telling my story as who I am. What made you know when yet when you finally got the fifth one mm-hmm. out the way, when did you know, like, <laughs> we ain't got to do six. I got it. <laughs> this is done. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was when I was content, when I felt like, no, I really told my story. Like, I, I told how we started, what it was like in the interim, and it tells all the key moments you need to know. Yeah us to get to right here mm. um, and it don't feel like I skimped it don't feel like, like dang I wish I could have fit, fit this in or like this feels like because you can get from point A to point B but there can be a lot of fluff in between right. it didn't feel like that it felt like very succinct and, and to the points I was trying to it was like to. very important details yeah. in between the beginning and then mm-hmm. in between yep. that mm-hmm. the people that you named in the song that you were mm-hmm. talking about in the song have they heard it uh, for the most part, uh, I sent it over to Taylor. Okay, I sent it over to Taylor like a couple of days before the release party because uh, I was gonna make him just wait until he got there. But <laughs> we ended up talking on the phone a little bit before, and I was just like, "Hey, bro, I got a surprise! Like here." What was um, his thoughts on it? His exact words were, "If I would have heard this at the release party, I probably would have cried." Oh, um, <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, and he really enjoyed it. Oh, That's dope as fuck, yeah. man. I mean, since we on the topic of, of Taylor, uh, mm-hmm. we speaking on Taylor Bennett. For, yeah, Taylor Bennett. Just a little sorry. context is okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just, you highlighted Taylor. Like mm-hmm. y'all went to school together. Yeah, we went to grade school together. So y'all went to grade school together. You mm-hmm. said you heard him freestyling. This is in the song, everybody. Yeah, this, this is, is in Post Child. You just show up. This is all court. documented. <laughs> yeah, it's all in the song. So you was y'all went to school together. You mm-hmm. heard him freestyle. Yeah, which kind of got you interested, and then you also popped out. You learned that his brother rap, which mm-hmm. is Chance the Rapper. Yep, um, and that got you interested in more. You yeah. know what I'm saying? From this album here, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> this so this, that that album that <laughs> album there uh, is very pivotal to like 
rap for me in general. Hmm. Um, hmm. It's very crazy because today is actually a, a special yeah, day for for that album. <laughs> I feel like not a walk for some day. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Doot, 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 doot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah, we celebrating Acid Rap today. It's the tenth year anniversary. Got my vinyl. Went to Wonder Museum, so and whole fire. time I was wondering about Poster Child. Like, yo, yeah. this man talked about this. Yeah. And like, how has Taylor and Chance inspired or at least motivated? Your, your career um, with Taylor it's, it's funny because when me and Taylor were kids when we first met each other we actually were not friends and we didn't like each other um, you said that in the song too <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 We, we were not the best of buds uh, Taylor plays a lot and when I was a shorty I was very standoffish um, so that didn't bode well somewhere around 8th grade I finally got I understood that he was just playing and that's just who he is and I was just like oh okay I get it now um, and then we ended up actually establishing a relationship. So seeing Taylor freestyle in school, that was the first time um, I had seen other people around my age who were like taking music seriously. Because to me, it was taboo. Like you, you don't people don't rap for real. Like that's not a career. You right. just do that in your spare time at home. For me, like with your brothers when you get bored. <laughs> um, and then I saw him doing, it and I was like, oh, that's kind of fire. And then. Through him, I was introduced to Chance's music and immediately it resonated so heavily. And I think it was because, one, I was just getting into rap around seventh and eighth grade. Um, Common was and still is my favorite rapper to current date because everything I heard was stuff I was familiar with. Like it was the communities I was in, it was the city, it was things I, I knew. Hearing Chance rap, I was just like, not only is this stuff that I know, but it's current. Like right. it's right now. Like yeah, you you're mm-hmm. in my age bracket. Like I'm I'm watching and seeing the things that you're describing in real time. Then to see his ascension into who he became, it's like, oh, th- like this can actually happen. Like you can you can really rap for a career and do this. Because I didn't have any real examples of that outside of the yays and the commons and people who were intangible to me. Right. But to have somebody that's right there. Like, I can go up the street and see Chance at Reggie's, you know what I'm saying? Or at the time I could. Yeah. Yeah. Lincoln Hall, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was was just crazy and very eye-opening for me. Mm. I mean, um, I just got a little brain fart, but it's going (laughs) to come back to me because I I wanted to bring up the topic of... um, Damn, yeah, I just got a brain fart. So you know what we're going to do? We're going to jump into a quick music break, my brother. What song do you want to hear, Azar? Uh, let's see. Let's do the the good old favorite. You got a Don't Date Rappers? Oh, I got Don't Date Rappers and Don't Date Rappers Part 2. Um, <laughs> I split it let's, there. I split it so people could get the, your dig. Yeah. That's what you want to get into. I mean, tell a little bit about Don't Date Rappers because the head's going crazy. Yeah, man, you know. Indeed. <laughs> get you one. Uh, get you one. Pick you one. I don't know if we even got any left at this point. We got a couple left. All right, we got some left. Y'all still get some. Beautiful. Grab you Let one. Let them know where they can get them from. Asarmusic.com. That is where you can grab them. A-U-S-A-R if you don't know how to spell my name. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, Don't Day Rappers is autobiographical. Um, it is the story of about how, well, the first half is about some real experiences I've had where I felt like women were only interested in talking to me because they knew I rapped and they could see things were moving. They were just like, oh, there's potential here. So <laughs> I'm going to see what's to it. Uh, and that's annoying. Um, and then the second half is about how rappers are not the best choice for romantic partnerships. But you made it clear, too, though, that you got to understand it. Like, if you can understand it, a, a rapper, mm-hmm. you, you know, you're good. Yeah, well, you're not good, but you're better. <laughs> is, is it hard to date as a, as a rapper? Yes. 
hundred percent. I think it's harder for the people who are dating us than it is for us, though. Like for us, it's hard because the time management it takes to actually have a healthy relationship is hard for anybody but for an artist and artists usually typically are also just not well organized um, it's doubly hard nah, for us I am definitely not I'm not an artist but I am not I mean, organized you're an artist yeah. Yeah, we are, we are this, <laughs> yeah, this mic here art. we create an art yeah I'm something like a rapper then yeah. I'll rap me yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> something like that love the body that you're in self care is the best care and it's a must that you let your soul glow whether you've had a long week at work or you're overwhelmed with college courses or you're feeling the pressure of being a mother or a wife I can only imagine what it's like juggling all for them no matter what you have on your plate always take time for yourself girl and when you do make sure to book an appointment with unique tattoo removal and Aesthetic. Unique Tattoo Removal and Aesthetic specializes in tattoo removals, body sculpting, black doll facials, butt enhancements for my thick girls, skin tag removal, hydrofacials, cool sculpting, micro needling, cellulite reduction, and hair stimulation. So remember to love the body that you're in. And while you're at it, follow Unique Tattoo Removal and Aesthetic on Facebook at Unique Removal, and follow them on Instagram and TikTok at Unique underscore Tattoo Removal 22. Do not wait to book your appointment because you deserve to spoil yourself right now baby girl so give her a call at 708-580-9881 that's 708-580-9881 and tell her that riot sent you I'm trying to tell y'all this album is incredible i now know it's now streaming on all platforms mm. i right, go run them streams up and um back from the break i had a brain fart right oh good man and, and i let it i let i let it out yeah, you know, yeah. it was thinking too <laughs> thinking brain fart <laughs> but now back and we were talking about like um chance and Taylor's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, ins- how they inspired you or how they motivated you. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to ask you more so on like the route that Chance took. You right. know how when it comes to labels, he's more so on the independent route. Mm-hmm. Um, is that something you're looking to kind of like dabble in yourself is mainly kind of stay independent or are you still open to possibly inking? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> inking a, a deal. Yeah, for sure. I think um, I am open. It just has to make sense. Um, I think there is a lot riding on um, the movement that we've built, right? Like I want to be able to maintain the artistic integrity that we've built. I want to make sure that whatever situation we're in, like it's not only right for me, but it's right for everybody involved who's on my team. Um, And that it just makes sense holistically. I I don't ever want to be so thirsty to just hop into something that it's not the right decision. but you know, if anybody out there want to throw a bag and it look right and and they understood, I think that's also very important to me. Making sure whoever we get into business with understands who I am, what my brand is, like what it is I and we stand for. You feel me? Hey Jones, can you translate that? Hey, don't come over here with that bullshit. You hear me? Don't come over here with that bullshit. We ain't for none. Don't get this shit twisted. This ain't that, Joe. You hear me? This ain't that. Hey. I got people. I got people up. Listen, I got my guys. They you hear feel me? They got to eat. We all got to eat. I eat, they eat. You heard me? Indeed. I mean. and, and we don't, hey. Well, he with that goofy shit over here. It's funny because he's so on point. He, he's working. He trying to. He trying with to get less explicative. <laughs> that is essentially the point. <laughs> See, that's what you for. I'm here to put emphasis on what you saying. That's it. But but I he has you. the essence of what I mean. That was exactly it. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I mean, but what what would 
you know, what would be a matter of fact before I ask that? Yeah. Has any opportunities came, you know, your way where you kind of seen some things like, eh, nah, not yet. Yeah. Um, I think we've had plenty of opportunities where people have reached out and not even just with label situations, just with partnerships and um, people wanting to work together where it could have worked. You know what I'm saying? It, it could have been beneficial for us, but it just didn't align. Um, and I, I think I am very fixated on making sure I'm not I'm not making a decision because it's there for me. I'm making the right decision or the decision that's for me. Um, so, yeah. And it's not, a, and I, I, the way I look at it too is like, you're the type of person, you, you don't just think about yourself. No. You look at the whole spectrum of things. I mean, everybody's worked hard on this album, man. So I I gotta know too, like what what's the right, what's the right deal for you? Or what what's something you will want to negotiate that would be in your contract? Um. Well, I know my team can't go nowhere. That's first and foremost. Like any, with what we've been able to build by ourselves, there would literally be no reason for anybody to try to come in and change any structural detail of what it is we doing. Like Facts. that is that is a non-negotiable for me. Um, I think in addition to that, um, whatever I get into, I would want it to be like comfortable enough to whereas the people around me can only have to worry about like working on us stuff mm. ain't no more nine to fives like just focus on this this yeah. is the nine to five yeah this is the nine to five <laughs> I got enough bread we can pay all our rents <laughs> you gotta, feel me and insurance <laughs> and insurance cause that's look, important look, yeah look. benefits yeah benefits is most <laughs> important yeah um and then Brandon wise like there's a lot of stuff that I don't do or align myself with just due to my personal belief system um so understanding that like I am going to be a lot more rigid on maybe even a lot of the partnerships you might want to bring my way because mm -hmm. if it don't align with who I am, I can't do it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, somebody who truly understands that. <sighs> Look, whether it come or whether it don't, you in good space, my brother. Good Appreciate space, you. good company. Your team is magnificent. They're the best. Man, uh, we got Will in the background. Indeed. Eva's here. Uh, <laughs> messed up our whole name. Ava is it's here. Ava. Yeah, I'm Ava. sorry. Yeah, you all good. Now I feel bad. <laughs> oh, let me shoot myself. <laughs> Damn, I'm sorry, Ava, my bad. <laughs> um, but, I mean, overall, my brother, Project Super Solid has been in heavy rotation. Y'all, uh, matter of fact, to further support, go buy the album. Hey, iTunes is still around. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, go buy the album, then go buy a hat. Yeah, I was just finna say that. Merch yeah, is man. available. Help this brother out because y'all don't under... I was an artist, and I understand how to further project your career. You need money. And the way you get that is by running them streams up mm -hmm. and buying the artist merch and make sure y'all go buy tickets to the events and things of that nature. And speaking of events, mm -hmm. Taste of Chicago. Taste of Chicago. Yeah, September yeah. 8th. How, how does that feel, man? It's so cool um, because it's an event that I used to beg my mom to take me to when I was a shorty, mostly because I was greedy and wanted food. But um, <laughs> to be able to come back around and perform at it is fire. And for the first time ever, I kid y'all not, you know, for a lot of people, especially in the older generations, what it is you do doesn't resonate with them unless they have like a vantage point. Like, like this, look, like for my mom and my pops, they started understanding that this was serious once I started working with Wyclef or when I took my mom, I was the spotlight artist for the Chicago Bulls and I took her to a game. Mm. And seeing me on the Jumbotron, she was like, okay, I get it now. For the first time ever, 
I told my grandmother, I was like, yeah, I'm going to be performing at the Taste Chicago. She was like, oh, wow. Blah, blah, blah. Like, seems like you're going places. Um, <laughs> Granny? <laughs> what? Yeah, you got to think, think about it. Back in the day, mm-hmm. the all the greats performed at, at the, the Taste. taste. Mm-hmm. You was popping if you was performing at the Taste. Like, yeah. Parliament, the funk, like them, her stuff. Yeah. So you going to stay, oh, my son, my grandbaby <laughs> made it at the Taste. My grandbaby yeah. made it. You know? Mm-hmm. That, that felt good. That felt real good. I was just like, my, my granny said I made it, so can't nobody tell me otherwise. That's a real you know trophy saying, right there. That's a real one. Congrats, hey, my real one. You did it. <laughs> I mean, even while we on the topic of trophies, before we start to conclude things, mm-hmm. I know you, you're not big on accolades and, and things of that nature, but what is an ultimate trophy for you, or at least an ultimate accolade, accolade you would like to achieve? Uh, just being able to be self-sufficient off the music in itself. When I get to a point where me and and my whole team is just doing this for a living, I've done it. Like, I I can't. Of course, we're gonna continue to strive for leaps and bounds more than just that. But I have accomplished what I set out to do when we get there. That is a trophy. Don't make me say it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my man, my boy. Uh, Yo, this was dope having you. It was like, it's been so long, man. It has, man. And the listening party itself was dope as hell. And to all of this. Did listeners, nobody want to leave, bro? Man. We sat outside the club. They, they was kicking us out, too. Yeah, they was. Was. yeah they was on it. They I was, understand, though. We was, you know what I'm saying? They had another event, yeah, but we yeah. sat outside. Yeah, man. Like, like 11 30, 12 o'clock. I ain't gonna lie. Also, when we sat outside that long, not to talk about them, but the next event must not have been that busting. Yeah, because there was nobody. Man. Nobody popping yeah. in there, man. We talked about that off, yeah. <clears throat> no shade. No shade, no shade. No, no, no shade, shade, no shade. <laughs> no shade. It's all love. Yes, yeah, all love. They could have let us stay in there. We would have made the bar made, some money. Some more money. <laughs> like the bar would have made some money. <laughs> you know what I mean? They could have put us out when they hit a nice crowd. <laughs> and if y'all actually want to check out that experience as well with Asar and Pretty Ride, man, head over to the YouTube channel right now. Search Asar Live. I now know. Go search that. It's going to pop up. Shout out to Will Golf for the amazing uh, YouTube thumbnail, man, because I ain't what to do <laughs> the brother I mean I mean look, we'll do everything man we'll, we'll, we'll do everything the, come on now pe- like come on bro I need another one too brother because I accidentally creased this joint uh, sh- uh, let's shout out some of the names I, on the, yeah. on the, in the front of I that I need one too um, I need mine autographed yeah, you go. yeah. I got Real one in quick. my car beautiful if you ain't got no more in the bag um, shout more. out again to the people involved uh, I want to shout out homie Steven uh, who was the person who shot the cover uh, shout out L10 for actually mastering this joint uh, cause that was incredible I, I appreciate him so much for that um, shout out Will as always Ro uh, Ro was the saving grace of this project as executive producer I wouldn't want to do this for nobody else uh, and Vic I haven't really talked about Vic and I'm gonna do it for two seconds before I know y'all gotta hey, get no, off no, 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 do your thing. You got, okay. you, got, you, got, you, got, you got three minutes. I bet. <laughs> Vic was kind of like the brand architect for this entire vision. Vic came in and when you look at my Instagram, when you look how things kind of transitioned when we started moving into album mode, like any changes you see aesthetically, that was all Vic. And she came in at the perfect time and she really switched stuff up. Like, and it it showed and it was felt because people started making comments about it. Mm. Like, Vic for Victoria? Yeah. Okay, because when you said Vic, I was throwing off. Then yeah, when you said she, I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Vic, I ain't going to say her full government name because I don't know if she wants that. <laughs> no, you um, But yeah. Um, yeah, and just everybody else who was involved, bro. I, I appreciate the team. Uh, Rico, Ricky, Boots, 
Dupree, Shonda, uh, Wayne, Kevin, uh, Dero, J Trev, Drew, Heavy, uh, everybody. I just appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Ava, I don't know if I've said Ava yet. Ava, thank you. I know I did, but I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't need an interpreter, y'all. <laughs> I mean, you got to let people know how they can stay in tune with you. Yeah. Uh, give them the link to your site as well so they can go scroll through, get some merch, do what they absolutely. do. And uh, again, Shout out the the event you got coming up at the Taste and More. For sure. Uh, if you would like to follow me on anything, you can find me on all social media at Asar Music, A-U-S-A-R Music. Uh, you can find me on all streaming platforms under Asar. Uh, we got this show coming up to Chicago on September 8th. Uh, if you would like to pull up and be geared up and fitted up and have on your Donde Rappers hat, when you pull up, you can go to asarmusic.com, get you one of these. It's not that many left, so do what you can. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um... <laughs> But yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be a fun time. Appreciate y'all and appreciate you all for having me today. This is really, really dope. Appreciate you taking that time. Appreciate you coming, man. One more thing. Are we still sipping Sprite? We, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm still rocking with Sprite. (laughs) I'm still rocking with them. They, you know what I'm saying? They, They all right in my book cool because I had a Sprite yesterday and I thought about you. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't had no popping so low. Look, look, he thought, he thought, he like, dang, I'm drinking an hop. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta make sure it's cool. Let me ask this, let me ask this side of the <laughs> I think I'm drinking an hop. He was about to spit it out. <laughs> he was holding like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell no. Uh, look, J- Joe, you give out your, I don't even know how to wrap the show up after yeah. that. Oh, <laughs> man. Is rich. Look, man. <laughs> It's a good day in the city. The sun is out. The weather is showing beautiful rays of sun all around, man. So I want y'all to enjoy it as much as possible. Y'all can follow me on Instagram at Illinois Jones 88. The same on Twitter. I don't like y'all that much to get on my Facebook and Snapchat. But if you got an Android, an iPhone, even your mama, baby mama phone, baby daddy phone, or a Barack Obama phone. Download that Illinois app or just go to the website, I-L-L-A-N-O-I-Z-E. But uh, like I said, Chicago, it's a good day today, so I need y'all to do me a few favors. What's that? Party hard. Party hard. Party safe. Uh-huh. And if you can't do both, stay, stay your ass, ass in, in the, the house. house. For those that don't know who I am, I am Biko. It's your girl, Pretty Riot. I'm Illinois Jones. I just want to thank you for tuning in to Illinois Radio. Every Saturday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Make sure you guys go ahead and subscribe on YouTube. Search Illinois Radio. Head over to your Spotify, your Apple Podcasts, all of those streaming networks where you can stream podcasts and search Illinois Radio. We right there. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. Hit that follow button. And uh, stay in tune with us. You have it. We own it. Big P's. That's all, folks. For those that don't know who I am, I am Biko. It's your girl, Pretty Riot. I'm Illinois Jones. I just want to thank you for tuning in to Illinois Radio. Every Saturday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Make sure you guys go ahead and subscribe on YouTube. Search Illinois Radio. Head over to your Spotify, your Apple Podcasts, all of those streaming networks where you can stream podcasts and search Illinois Radio. We right there. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. Hit that follow button. And uh, stay in tune with us. You have it. We own it. Big P's. See you later, alligator.
That's all, folks. 